picking up on the top of Chof Gimel Med Aleph. So we had just come off of saying, I stopped kind of in the middle, really on purpose. We had come off of just saying, we were discussing whether Hadlaka Oisa Mitzvah or Hanocha Oisa Mitzvah. And the Gemara said, brought two rayas, two, uh, we brought a raya from an Ashashis, an existing candle that was already lit. Um, and we said that, that the Brysa says that for that candle, all, all one needs to do is extinguish it and then relight it. That you don't have to reset it in place. So from the fact that you don't have to reset it in place, it must be that the lighting, the hadlaka is a mitzvah. That's one, number one. And number two, that we say in the bracha, Okay, so we're like the seventh line down. Now that we talk and say that hadlaka is the mitzvah, that's the nafkamina. Nafkamina is that if a cheresh lights it, then they haven't done anything. Because, meaning you haven't done anything, they, they are not able to be Yitzah, not Bardas, not able to be Yitzah the Mitzvah. And therefore, if they light it for you, even though it looks like you have a fully functioning Menorah, and there isn't a get there of pursuing Nisa, right? Because everybody would see that it's lit. Still, it's not going to be good since the Hadlaka is the Mitzvah. Isha, if what happens if a woman, Vadai Malika, she can for sure light it. Don't remember Shubham Levi, Shubham Levi said, Nashim Chayavais, be. Ner Chanukah, that um, women are chayiv in Ner Chanukah, they are also in the nace, and since the nace applied to them, therefore, since the nace applied to them, therefore, they can, hold on one second. Okay, I was seeing if there was a way to mute the chat, apparently there is not. That's why you're busy with the middle of shir. Can you focus on the shir? Amr of Sheshes. Of Sheshes says. Two dots. There is a way, by the way, David. Yeah? Thank you. Thank you, uh, Zeresh. Okay. Please behave. Amr of Sheshes. Achsanoi, a guest. This chayv in Erchanaka. This chayv in Erchanaka. This chayv to join the Erchanaka of wherever he's staying. Amr of Zera. Rav Zera says, Meresh ki havina. When I was a, a when, when I was a yeshiva bacher, mishtatfana bepriti, I would be mishtatef bahadi with the host, so they used to dorm at somebody's uh, house. So I would join, I'd give him, you know, give him some money and join into the nerchanika of the host. Busser didn't see me after I got married. Busser after I got married. Amina, I said, I thought hashta vada now I don't need to join with the host anymore. He went back to yeshiva again. Went to learn in Kyle. In those days, they didn't learn in their house. They learned wherever the yeshiva was. So he went by to the dorm, but he had his wife at home. He had his wife at home. So therefore, he said, "Now I don't need to come because in my house, my wife can light can light for me." And that's coming off again. It builds these sugyos build. So it's building off the last sugyo where we said that nashim archayavos, and if a woman lights, that you could be yitzah. So here we see, and this is how we. Um, Paskin, if you have to go out of town, um, most most shitas hold that your wife lights for you at home. Amir Shoban Levi, Kol Hashmanim Yafen Liner. All oils, though they are good for the uh, to, all all oils work for Nerchanaka. However, olive oil is the best. Amir Abaya Meresh originally have a Mahadar Mar a Mishchad Mishumshimi. I used to, my, my master, my Rebbe, he used to go look for sesame oil. Why? Because Amar, hai mashach 
it lasts the longest. It draws out the light for the longest. Since I heard that, which Yishuv Levi said, I would then go look for olive oil because that it burns clear, it burns better, and therefore we should use olive oil and not sesame seed oil, even though sesame seed oil will last longer. That, and Rashi explains that the way they, I'll just introduce you to the uh, ink, part of the ink making process, um, that, <clears throat> as Rashi lays it out, that what they used to do was to make ink, they would light um, a candle, they would light, you know, a nair, using, well, we'll see, using olive oil, using oil they would light, inside of like a, like a glass lantern, and then it would cause the black smoke to cake the uh, parts of the glass, and they would scrape off the black smoke, and then they would mix that with oil. They would mix that with oil, and that would turn into ink. So Rishon Malevi calls Shmuel Yafin Ladiyai that all oils are good for for ink making. Olive oil is the best. Ibayilahu Gemara wants to know Legavel Ashen. So we mentioned that there's two steps that they're using oil. Number one to light the candle to make the black smoke, and number two to mix with the um, you know the the black um, residue that they would that they would scrape off of the glass. So we want to know legabel to mix, meaning after you scraped off the black the black um, stuff from the glass, do you um, use is olive oil the best for mixing with that black stuff to make to produce the ink or laashen or is are we talking about to make the black smoke on the glass that you uh, burn olive oil? Tashima the tiny of bar zutri that all um, all oils are good for ink making. Whether it's to mix or to do the initial smoking on the glass. All all um, smoke is All smoke is good for So again, he said this memra just in regards to the smoking process, meaning they smoked up the glass. And he adds in, in regards to the um, ink-making process, that they used to add in, sraf is like a sap, they used to add in as an additive to making the di, to making the ink. The sraf, ketef, and the sraf of the ketef is some sort of tree found in a, uh, 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 some, one of the trees in the forest. So, sraf, ketef, it is the best type. Amar of Barashi. Amar Rav, and we're going to talk about the brachas of Ner Chanukah. Hamalik Ner Shachanukah, Tzarech Levarch. You have to make a bracha. Rav Yirmiya Amar, he says, Haroya Ner Shachanukah, Tzarech Levarch. That even one who sees Ner Chanukah has to make a bracha. And Rashi says that that is only if you. Um, that's only if you're not going to light on your own. So then you would make a bracha on Roya uh, on seeing Ner Ner. Hanukkah, but if you're going to light on your own anyways, and you do not make a bracha, if you should see Ner Hanukkah, let's say on your way home to light, you don't make a bracha on that. Amar Rav Yehuda. So How do you make a bracha just if you see? So you don't, we'll see, we'll see in a second. You don't make all three brachas, you only make two. Amar Rav Huna. Amar Rav Yehuda. Yoyim Rishon, the first day, Haraya Mevarech Beis, somebody who sees just makes two, meaning they make Sha'asa Nisim and Sha'achiyanu. Umadak Mevarech Gimel, the Malik's going to make all three, the lahadlik um, ner, the bracha of lahadlik ner shachanaka that the roya doesn't make, he's going to make that along with the shaasanisim and 
the Shechianu. Mikan ve'elach, after the first night, Malu Mivarach Shnayim, because you drop um, Shechianu, so you're going to make, right, like we make the two brachos of Lahalik Nera and Shalsanisim. The Royim Mivarach Achas, and he's only going to make the one of Shalsanisim. Mai Mimayit, which one does he drop after the first day? Mimayit Zman. He, we, we, um, he does no, he no longer makes the Shechianu. So why why don't we also reduce the nace? So Gemara says nace kol is a that there was a nace every single day, and therefore you make the bracha of shas and nisim every single day. My mavarech, right? That launches into the famous kasha of the Beis Yosef. That why that has the hundred the hundred answer question of why is there a nace every single day? I'm gonna iron chum to see. Um, Unless you guys want to spend a couple hours, we can open up a safer and go through all hundred. Anyways, my mavarech, what bracha does he make? Mavarech asher kichanu mitzvah vitzivanu lahalik ner shalchanika. That it was vitzivanu lahalik ner shalchanika. The hechan tzivanu. Where were we commanded to light the ner chanika? Ravaya Amar. In other words, it's a mitzvah derabanan chanika. So how could you make a vitzivanu? So Ravaya Amar Ravaya says miloy saser the din of loy saser that you. You must listen to whatever the Chachamim say. That is a dinda araisa, and therefore that is the tzivanu. Reb Nechemia says it's from the pasuk of Shalavi Chaviyagecha Zikein Echaviyomrulach that that pasuk in Hazinu is talking about the nisim that Hakadosh Baruch Hu did for us. That it's Shalavi Chaviyagecha that there's a mitzvah for the parents to tell the children, and therefore there's a mitzvah for us to celebrate Ner Chanaka uh, to uh, you know to to discuss the 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 nisim that happened to us. Masav Ravam Ravam asked the following Kasha. Hadmai, if someone should eat, if, if someone has Dmai, so Ma'arvin boy, you can use Dmai, so Dmai is something that Ama'aretz, right, it's a suffix whether they take Miser. So it's, um, where it's a suffix whether tumors and Miser's are taken off of it. So Ma'arvin boy, you can use it for an Erev, meaning usually you use food, we say you can use Dmai, Umishtatfin boy, and you can use it for Shtufim voice. Right to again create an error for the mavois. Um alav, you can make a bracha on it. If you're going to eat it, you make a bracha rishayna. Umizamnin alav, or you actually you make a bracha samazan on it. We discuss this in brachos. Umizamnin alav, and you can make zimun on it, even though it's uh, begeder suffolk. Right there, we discuss that there's certain foods that you don't make zimun on um, if they're really truly usher to eat. And the gemara there answered why this is not considered usher to eat. Umafrishin. I say arum, and you can separate it unclothed. Ubeinashmashas, and you can do it beinashmashas. Okay, vei amrit kol midirabanan ba'ibracha. If you hold that every dirabanan needs a bracha, so kika arum when you when you're not wearing any clothes hechim mivarek v'haba einan v'haymachanecha kadosh v'leka. In order to make a bracha, is a din of v'haymachanecha kadosh. You have to be properly um, dressed. So how could how could you if you hold that all dinim derabanan need a bracha, so then how could we say mafrish and say aram when you're mafrish when you take off the trumas and maestras from the demai, you should have to make a bracha since it's the derabanan. And so how could you do it when you're not wearing any clothes? If we have v'hali machanach kadosh, so Rabbaya, he says it's a difference. Not all derabanans zabayishi. Does not all derabanans require a? Not all derabanans require um, a bracha. Vaday de devrehem boi bracha. Something that is a vaday din derabanan does require a bracha. Safek de devrehem loy boi bracha. Something that is derabanan sen misafek, which is demai, is a suffix, whether 
the Amma Oretz took off Trumas and Meisters, so then you wouldn't make a bracha on a Suffolk, but Hanukkah, which is a Dinder Abanon, that's a Vadai, you would make a bracha. I frak the Gemara of Hayyam Tiv Shani, the second day of Yom Tiv, the Suffolk of Debrahim, who that is a Suffolk de Rabbanon, Ubai Bracha, and you do make a bracha, um, well, you do make a bracha on, right, we make a Makadish. Uh, uh, we make we make kiddush, right? We make we make brachos in regards to the second day of Yantif, and that is only a suffix drabbanon. So Gemara says, Hasam that there's an additional din that you shouldn't be mazalzal if you're going to call it a Yantif. So Yantif needs proper brachos with it, and that's why you make the brachos. Although normally suffix uh, drabbanon, you would not make a bracha. Rava argues. He says, Rava Amar. No, Rava says suffix bracha, suffix drabbanons. You do make a bracha. But Rava, like we saw before, we saw this before, that Rav Amearetz Ma'asrinheim, since Rav um, Amaratzim are Ma'asrin, they do take Miser, therefore, the Hafrashas Miser of Demai, the fact that you have to be Mafresh, is not a Din Durabanan, it's only a Chumra Durabanan. That if it was Be'etzma Mitzvah Durabanan to take Trumas and Misers off of Demai, then he, he, he even it's, I'm sorry. If it's a suffix derabbanon, then Rava would hold that you would make a bracha. But here, like, like we said, demai is only a chumra because roiv it's ma'asrinheim, and therefore you do not need to make a bracha. And that's why you could be ma'afrishin. I say arum because you don't make a bracha on the hafrashas uh, hafrashas from demai. Amar Rav Huna. Hey, yeah. If if roiv ma'aretz ma'asrinheim, wouldn't that be really no, and therefore Trumas Maestros were already taken off, and therefore uh, you're only being mafresh on. It's like a chumra to be mafresh in the first place, and therefore you're not you're not really doing a mitzvah. You're just it's just a chumra to take them off just in case. Amar Rav Huna. Rav Huna says chaser sheyesh ba beis psachim, a chaser that has two. So we know we have to put the ner Hanukkah next to the chutz right outside next to the Pesach. So what happens if a chaser has two psachim? We say, you need two neiras, one for each Pesach. That's only if the chaser, that's just two sides of the chaser. Meaning, if it has an entrance on the east side, on the west side, you have to put it on each side. If they're both on the same side, if let's just say you have two psachim that are both on the west side, you don't need them my time, huh? Why do you need two Neiris Hanukkah, one for each Pesach? If you want to say there's some sort of Chshad, what kind of Chshad is it? Chshad the man. What is the Chshad here? What's the concern that someone might see? So if the concern here is that somebody is somebody da Alma, someone from the world, meaning not from your city, who's not familiar with who lives where, so they're going to come and they're going to see um, two Psachim, and they're going to see a Ner Hanukkah by one, they're going to think that you are not, you're not lighting your Ner Hanukkah, you're not doing what you're supposed to do, because they see two Psachim, they assume there's two houses. So if the person is not familiar with who lives where, then we should also be concerned if they're both on the same side. Let's say there's two entrances on the west side, the, a person might walk by, he's not from the city, he doesn't understand that there's two entrances to one house, normally he would think there's an entrance per house, and then Viter, there would be a chshad that he would think someone is not lighting their Hanukkah. If there's a chshad, a concern for the people of his own city, 
So then, Afilu Mishnei Ruchas Nami If they're familiar with who lives where, they know the neighborhood. So then, even even an entrance on the east side and the west side, why should we be concerned at all? So the Gemara says, La'olam Mishum Chshad the Bnei Masa. It's the Chshad of the people of your own city. Vizimnin the Machalfi Bahai. The concern is that when the two entrances are on the same side, so then you could see. I know one person lives there, and I saw that he lived by one. But Vizimnin the Machalfi Bahai. When they're on different sides, maybe you'll pass by one side. V'loy Chalfi Bahai. Right, you take the uh, back. There's one on the alley on the you know on the east side, and one on the street on the west side. And he passes by the alley, and he sees there's nothing lit there. So mechalfi b'hai, v'loy chalfi b'hai. He only passes by one of the um, directions. But Amri and he and he says to himself, or he thinks to himself, that just like he he didn't light on this side, so mustama he didn't light on the other side, and he's not doing ner Hanukkah at all, and that's a chashad. And so the Gemara wants to know, okay, who cares? Who says chashad's a thing? How do we know that we're actually concerned about what people think, that you might not be doing the mitzvah? Titania, as we learn in a b'risa, Amr Reb Shimon. Reb Shimon says, That we know there's four reasons why we said that a person has to leave peah and at the end of his of his of his field, at the end of his picking area, meaning that we know that there's a din of peya that whatever you leave, you have to leave over a little bit for that neem at the end. So why does it have to be at the end? The Bryce is saying, why can't we? Why can't we just leave? Why can't the farmer, when he goes to harvest his field, just leave a specific area, maybe in the middle? Why does it have to be universal that it's at the end of the field? So bipnei, there's four reasons: bipnei gezlanim, bipnei bitlanim for stealing from anim. For being mavat on the anim, we're going to explain all these. Mishum chshad, and because of chshad, that's the one we're concerned about. So we see where there's a concern of chshad. Mishum baal because of the iser that it says in the Torah that you shouldn't finish off the field when you're harvesting, that you should leave some over. So let's explain. Mipnei gezel. Why? What's the concern about gezel? Mipnei gezel anim. Shelo yira baal habayis He'll see. Meaning, if if. It's not universal that you leave pay at the end of the field. So our concern is that since everyone is not exactly sure, it doesn't know for sure when he's going to leave the paya, right? It could take him a few days to harvest the field. So he'll, they're not going to hang around there. So you're a balabayasha penuya. He'll see that no one's around. He'll wait for the time when there's no Arim around. And then he'll leave an area. And he'll go to his, 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 his relative who's an Ani and say, this is paya. And we can't do that. You have to leave it available for whoever gets there first. So in order to keep it universal so that everybody knows, they, you know, they're familiar with the field, everybody knows they can watch the harvesting process and they know exactly when pay is going to be there, then the aniyim can come and take. Second reason is bitl aniyim. Again, if the aniyim don't know exactly where, the harvest, where in the field the harvesting is going to be, the concern is that the, we're going to make the aniyim wait around all day. Or the, for the entire harvesting, it could take weeks, right? So what we, what we did was we created a universal system where the owner of the field always has to leave the end of the field. So the anim don't have to sit there and watch to see when he's going to leave a part. They don't have to watch to see when the balbais is going to leave peah. Okay, and the third reason What's the reason of chshad? So we, we, we don't want people that pass by the field to curse you. 
A curse should come Adam because again they aren't going to know where the where where the payah is. They're going to watch the harvesting. They'll come later. They'll watch the second half. If everybody, if it's the norm, if the norm is to leave it at the end, we don't want you to leave it. You know, to leave that area unharvested for the anim in the middle of the process because they'll come. They'll watch you finish. They'll watch you with your tractor finished harvesting the end. And then what it'll turn out is they'll they'll curse you out for not. Um, right, they'll, they'll issue a curse on you, a klala, for not leaving peah. So we see we are concerned about chashad. And then the fourth reason is when we shambal techala, that the iser of not finishing off the field. So frakti gemara, that's, that's the iser where it says, that when you harvest your field, you should not um, finish it off, you should leave the end. So frakti gemara, aren't these all issues of not properly leaving peah? No, that our concern is in, in Baal what we're talking about is this real, what is this fourth, the fourth reason? The fourth thing we're concerned about is that you're going to cheat the system. That even if we try to hold you accountable, if we don't know exactly when you're going to leave the payah, so then you could cheat it. You could say, I left it two days ago at the beginning of the field. So there, since, so we, again, we created a universal system so that when you're harvesting your field, everybody knows that you can't cheat anybody, nobody will be chashad you, you don't, you won't cause the aniyim to steal from each other, um, right, you won't give preference to one ani, and so you don't have to make the aniyim, those four reasons, you have to make the aniyim wait around, those are the four reasons why peya is at the end of the field. I don't, I don't understand something, we're, we're saying this is the reason why the terrorist said it should be at the edge of the field, or we're giving other reasons? Because once the terrorist said it's the en- edge of the field, we're not atu burishi asking, or we're talking with the terrorist, if the Torah said it has to be at the edge, it has to be at the edge. Why do we have to give other reasons to say that that it should be at the edge, other than the fact that the Torah said be at the It's all um, because finishing off the fields means completing it. The Torah didn't say necessarily that it has to be at the edge. I think the Torah is saying you have to leave a part of your field. Torah says you can't. You can't do a hundred percent. You can't do a hundred percent. Says where that 10% right now, he does use the lesson of finishing off of But what we're trying to, what, we're, what we see from the Gemara is that it didn't necessarily, it left interpretation to Chazal to be, is that specific or not? It means don't finish it off. Doesn't mean that, in, right, like, like Aftali's saying, that it means don't finish off 100%. Okay. All right. Amar Rav Yitzchak, Bar Redifa, Amar Rav Huna. Nair, if you have a uh, candle, now uh, uh, more, it's more of like a, a, a menorah, sheyesh l'shtei pihais, right, that has two holes. So imagine it, it looked more like, a, like a, a, a kettle, right? You have, there was a, you know, the, in the spot, uh, you know, or, and, but it had two holes. So it was a, a clee that was covered, okay, or a covered bowl that had two holes. So we want to know, you can use it for two different people's, two different people can use it to share uh, not, not to share, to each do their mitzvah of Ner Hanukkah. Amar Rava, Rava says, Mila ka'ara shemen v'kifua psilos. If you filled a plate or bowl full of shemen and you put psilos around the edges of it, so the top part of the wick was hanging over, so now like this, kafa if you cover it, then then each one of the psilos, they, they look like a distinct um, they look like a distinct uh, light, and then uh, many people can be yaitza with it. Just like we said, the narrow shtei piyas that had two holes. So this, if it's covered, 
right? So it, it pushes it down, and then it looks like it's coming out of, each one has its own area. If you do not put a kli on top of it, also come in Madura, then it's like one, all the, all the flames like are joined together, and it becomes like a torch, and then, you know what happens? Then, it's not even Euler for one, because Hanukkah is ner issue basically. The mitzvah of Hanukkah is to light a candle, not a Madura, not a torch. Amar Rava. Now we're going to talk about the order of importance. Let's say a person doesn't have enough money for, um, for uh, to light Ner Shabbos, Ner Hanukkah, and to uh, buy wine for Kiddush. So Amar Rava. Pshitali, Ner Beisai, Vin Ner Hanukkah, Ner Beisai, Odev. If you only have enough to, for one candle, then Ner Beisai comes first, meaning your to light Shabbos candles comes before lighting a Ner Hanukkah. Because, Misham Shalom Beisai. Because like we discussed that the mitzvah of lighting a ner for Shabbos is shalom bias, and that is always mo- most important. Ner beisai. Isn't it deraisa ner Shabbos versus derabana? So it's not shab- and it's not, it's not deraisa. Why would lighting a candle be on Shabbos? That wouldn't be deraisa. Shabbos is deraisa. Shabbos is, but not not ner. The ner lighting a candle on Shabbos is not. That's that's din derabana, and it's it's right. a din because of shalom beisai. It's that you have to eat. With um with light, the Gemara is going to discuss that. Uh, so, Shalom Bayis is pikuach nafesh. There you go, Ner especially in these times, right? <laughs> Ner beisai, we're all at home, way too much. Ner beisai, the kiddush hayyim. So let's say again, you only have enough money for one, so you lighting a candle in the house or kiddush, or making or buying wine for kiddush. Ner beisai adif. Okay, then, of course, lighting the Shabbos candles comes first. Bishon, Bishon, Bayas. So that always comes first. So now, Bayi Rava, what about Ner Chanukah v'Kiddush Hayyim Mahu? Kiddush Hayyim Adif, do we say buying wine for Kiddush is better did Tadir because it comes up every single week? Aydilma Ner Chanukah Adif Mishon Persumi Nisa. Or maybe Ner Chanukah is better because it's the din of Persumi Nisa. Baso di Bayah Hadir Pashta after he asked. He answered, Ner Hanukkah Adaf Mishon Persumi Nisa. The Ner Hanukkah is better than Kiddush Hayyim. And therefore, if you only have money for, if you only have money for one, of course, you would do, um, you would light Ner of, Sh- of Shabbos. If you only had money for two, you'd light Ner of Shabbos and Ner of Hanukkah and leave. Kiddush Hayyim would be the third, third place. Amar Rav Huna. This is, this is where Natalia could ask a question because Kiddush Kiddush is Daraisa, no? Friday night? N- not on Yayin. Right? We're Yaitza Archi of Daraisa in Vayichulu, in Shabbos. Vayichulu, I mean, it's not, it, 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 not necessarily, it's not on Yayin, it's not the Daraisa. I would still say it has a higher level of, of importance because it's being used yeah, it, it is it is of a higher level, but then again, that, like the Gemara discusses, so is Ner Hanukkah, because it has Persumanisa. And when we ultimately, ultimately say Persumanisa is better. They're both elevated. Amar Rav Huna. Aragam B'ner, a person who frequently lights, uh, lights, right? So lights, and Rashi says it's both Ner Mitzvah, the Shabbos, Hanukkah. If you light, frequently light a Ner Mitzvah, then have a banim tamidi chachamim. You'll have children who are tamidi chachamim. Okay. Um, and Rashi also says he gives a reason for this because the pasuk says kiner mitzvah v'tayra are. 
So ner represents learning of Torah, and therefore, if you are if you are rogel with lighting ner Hanukkah, you'll have children hard to make chachamim. Hazar ben mezuzah zeich na. If you are careful about making sure to have mezuzahs, you will have a nice house. Hazar ben tzitzis zeich na. If you're careful with the mitzvah of tzitzis, you will have nice clothing. Hazar ben kiddush hayyim. If you're very careful about kiddush hayyim, zeich hamamalek garve yayin. You'll end up with uh, having many barrels of wine. Rav Huna have a ragel. Rav Huna was regular to have a chalif v'tani. He would pass by and learn a pischa de Rebbe Oven nagra on the door, the entranceway of Rebbe Oven, the carpenter. Chaza to have a ragel b'shragi tuva. He saw that this Rebbe Oven nagra, the carpenter, he would light candles frequently. Okay, and actually, Tesis explains what does this mean that not only would the woman light candles, but he would also light candles. And that, that's what the Chazi, Tuva. So Amar, he said, because, and the way Texas explains it is because to both the husband and wife lit, therefore, Trey Gavri Ravavi Nafki Mehacha. You'll have two Tamidi Chachamim that come from you since you're both doing it. Nafki Minayu, Rabbi Idi Bar Oven, Rabbi Chia Bar Oven. That they got, that, that um, right, this is Oven, Rabbi Oven Nagra. He had two Tamidi Chachamim. That were his, his sons became Tamid Chavim, Rabbi Idi Baravin, and Rabbi Baravin. Rabbi Chista have a ragel. Rabbi Chista used to have a chalif vitani. He would pass by a pischa de be nasha de Rav Shizvi. The father, it's either the father or the father in law of Rav Shizvi. Chaza de have a ragel bishragi. He saw that Rav Shizvi would frequently light candles. Chaza de have a ragel bishragi tuba. He would frequently light candles. Amrar gavarab nafik mehacha. That he's going to have, again, here it was one. So before we said it was him and his wife. Here it was only one of them used to light. So Gavar Rabba, Nafik Mehacha, Nafik Minayu, Rav Shizvi. And they had Rav Shizvi, um, there was a to have Rav Shizvi, he was a big Talmud Chacham. The Beisud Rav Yosef, the wife of Rav Yosef, have a Ma'achra Umad Lakesla. She would light very uh, late, right? She would delay lighting until it was Mamish right before Shabbos. Um, Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef said to her, you don't have to, Wait, you can light a little earlier, Tanya. It says, Lo yamish, the Pasuk says, Lo yamish amud ha'anon yeman v'amud ha'esh layla. That the, um, there, there was an amud ha'anon and an amud ha'esh. Melamed, what is the Pasuk saying? Lo yamish, she'amud ha'anon mashlim la'amud ha'esh. That it would overlap. The amud ha'anon, the protective cloud, would be mashlim la'amud ha'esh. In other words, the amud ha'esh would protect Kla Yisrael at night. And um, it would continue... Uh, the the Amara Anan would be Mashal Amara Ish, meaning that it, they would overlap for a little bit. The Amara Ish Mashal Amara Anan, that when it came time for day, that the Amara Ish would stay a little longer and the Amara Anan would come a little, right? So come a little earlier. They would, in other words, it's a lesson of saying they would overlap Savra. So therefore, she decided Lakdume to light much earlier because she said, okay, well, I can light Shabbos candles on Friday. It's fine to be, uh, to overlap. Amr la husaba, the Tamachacham said Tanina, however, you can't light, yes, they can overlap, but you can't light too early, obviously not too late, then it's already Shabbos, um, but you also can't light too early, meaning you could only light um, after Plag, you can't light before Plag, on Friday. Amar Rava, Rava says, Derachim Rabbanon, one who is a Racham, and Rashi explains Racham means who loves, He's an oyev, someone who has true ahava for, to, to, for the rabbanim. Havalu benin rabbanon. He will have children who are rabbanon. Dimoike rabbanon, somebody who honors rabbanon. Havalu chanvasana, 
Rabbanon. I'm sorry. Chasan. Chasan Vasa. I gotta get the words right. Okay. They'll have a son-in-law who is a Tamad Chacham. Didachem Rabbanon. Somebody who has Yira of the Rabbanon. Hugufavitz from Rabbanon. He himself will become a uh, you know, a a a kol younger man, a sober merabanon. The ilav, and if the ilav barhachihu, if he is not uh, capable of learning, mishtamen mili kitzur merabanon. Even if he fears the rabbanon, his words will be heard and respected like a sober merabanon, even though it's not necessarily going to be in learning. Okay, so we're back to the mishnah. So the mishnah. Is- we don't keep that. Again, we don't light Iker Prasumanisa in today's day and age, at least here, is for the Mnei Bias. I know in Eretz Yisrael it's different. But, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure, I've never looked into what the Halacha is in Eretz Yisrael, but I, I don't believe that we do. I've never seen a concept of anyone lighting more than one menorah at no. their house. Anywhere. No. Okay, yeah, I guess we don't pass them that way. All right, in the Mishnah we said, Veloy be shemen, Veloy that you cannot uh, light on Shabbos, for, you can't light your nearest Shabbos using shemen Shreifa. So what does this mean, burnt oil? My shemen Shreifa, Amaraba, shemen shal truma shenitma, the oil, truma oil, shenitma, that became tame. And we know that the din is that a kohen, right, that they were given, the, the kohanim were given, when they were given truma, they were, it loses the lashon of trumaisai. It sounds like mishmeres trumaisai is a, a plural lashon, that there's two gifts that they got in regards to truma, and that is that they have truma tahira, they're allowed to eat truma tahira, and truma tamea, they are allowed, it, mu- it must be burned, but they are, are allowed to use it for their own purposes in burning it. So they could use it as a candle. So, but my karila shemen strefa, why is shemen shal truma called shemen strefa? Hayobla strefa, I made truma tamea, because it needs to be burned. Ubishab is my time alloy. Okay, so why can't you use this oil if you're allowed to use it? If you're allowed to use um, truma temea, you're allowed to, it requires burning, but you're allowed to use it for your own purposes. Why can't you use it for your Ner Shabbos? So the Gemara says, Since there's a mitzvah to destroy it, we're concerned that you might come tip the lamp. Meaning, we explain that what is the Shemayata? Shemayata. Um, is that you, you would tip the lamp to make the lamp burn better, okay? And since, what well, the Gemara is saying, since it's a mitzvah to burn the truma, you're going to want to, you're going to be very zahir to do the mitzvah. Again, these are kohanim who would be doing it. And kohanim, we know kohanim is rizimheim. So therefore, our concern, the concern is that you <clears throat> might come on Shabbos, you want to get the mitzvah done with, the mitzvah of burning the truma temea, and you might tip the lamp to burn it brighter, to burn it faster, if this is the way you're explaining that you, the reason why you can't um, light, which you can't light your Shabbos candle, the Shemin Truma Tamea, is so it, it is because an Isser of Shemayate. If so, on Yantav it should be allowed, meaning you're allowed to burn, right? you're allowed to um, burn candles on Yantav, right? There's no issue of Aish. Yeah, on Yantif. 
No, it, no, that's not true. It's Hayal Bahutra. That's not that's not true. It, that is why we allowed it. But once we allowed it, then it's for anything that's generally accepted. You are allowed as considered eichel nefesh. Alama tanan. It's 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 it, we call it eichel nefesh, but it doesn't mean only for cooking. It means anything that's generally used that people that generally people use would fit into that category of eichel nefesh. And since people would generally um, use a lamp, it would not be a problem of of eish anyantiv. So alama tanan. Why do we say ein malikim mishem and sefer biyantiv? Why does it, why do we say specifically there's a Mishnah on Chavdala that says Ain Matikum Shemasrafiantif? So if you're saying the whole reason is Shemayata, we should have no problem doing it on Yantif. So the Gemara says, answer number one, Xera, Yantif Atu Shabbos, that it's Xera, that we're gonna make Xera really Meikradin, it would you would be allowed to burn it on Yantif, but it's Xera Yantif Atu Shabbos. Rav Chista Amar, he says, no, Lashemayata Loi Khashina, we're not concerned that you're gonna hurry up. Tip the lamp to hurry up to burn the Shem and Truma that requires Shreifa. We're talking about Yontif is on Friday. Okay, and what's the issue? And the reason, the, the issue why you can't burn Shem and Shreifa on Yontif is not because of Gzera Misham Shabbos. He doesn't hold of this whole Shem thing. It's Lafisha ain't surf and Kachim Yontif. Because it is us, we don't burn Kachim Yontif at all. And since we don't burn kachim yantif at all, therefore we can't burn truma, which is also begeder kachim. You can't you can't burn the truma tmei on yantif. It says you can't burn shemit sefer and yantif miklal deresha lab yantif askinon. So that would seem to say that the first case we mentioned is not yantif. Otherwise, why would it have to say it again? Sorry, we did before the. Why does it have to be Yom Tov that falls out of Shabbos? If he's saying you can't, you can't burn right. So what he's saying is on our Mishnah, the concern isn't. It really has nothing to do with Shabbos. It's you happen to be lighting. The Amish is talking about a case where it, Friday is Yom Tif, but really there's nothing Be'etzah wrong with using Shem and Shreifa on uh, to, to to light your neighbor's Shabbos. The only issue is that you're not allowed to burn Shem and um, you're not allowed to burn Truma Tamea. Or kachim, you can't burn kachim tamei or truma tamei on yantif. It's a separate issue, and that's why you, you can't. On, but you could on Shabbos. But you could for no, you could on a chol. Yes, you could for a ner Shabbos, which you would light on chol. You can't. Okay. You can't burn anything on Shabbos, right? But you can. You could use the candle for Shabbos if you lit it on chol. So the issue has nothing to do with using it as a ner for Shabbos. The issue is lighting it. That is, that you're not allowed to a lefisha ain't serve from kachim yantif. And if if the Friday's Yantif, right? So the Gemara is now asking, okay, the fact that the next mission on Chavdalid, Ahmed Bey's, says, that the first mission on the Parak is not talking about Yantif. No, one mission is explaining the other. Matam, that second mission is coming to explain the first mission. And then just to finish, Tanya Kavase to Rav Chista, we learn like like Taka like Rav Chista. We have a brisa that says like Rav Chista, okay. That Kol Elu Shamru Eman Likim Bebe Shabbos Malikim Bebe Yantif. That anything that we we say you shouldn't light on Shabbos, you can use for to light a candle for Yantif, okay. And of course, anything that you can use for Shabbos, you can use for Yantif. 
Chutz mi shemen sreifa, except for shemen sreifa, lefi shein sarf and kachim biyantiv. Except for shemen sreifa, you cannot do, in other words, really, and, and, and what we're saying is really, you can use shemen sreifa for Shabbos. It's only on yantiv that you can't use it. And the second Mishnah is explaining the first Mishnah. Just as a uh, review, I'll send out the review sheet. Um, hang on a second. Just go to the two dots. We're at the two dots. We're at the two dots. Yeah. Good idea. Oh, okay, fine. I, 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 don't down for a minute. Okay, you should have it in your inbox. There you go. Okay. So we started, right? We said that halakha is a mitzvah, and therefore, coming off of that, we said, they didn't do anything since the Ikra mitzvah is to light. However, a woman, they were afhein hayu baisanes, and therefore, they, a woman can light. <coughs> coming off of that, Rosh said, is that if you're a guest, you're chayiv to light. Rav said that, and, and how do you do it? He was, mishtatef pepruta. Okay, however, if your wife lights for you at home, like we said, a woman can light, then you don't need to be mishtatef, you don't have to join with wherever the host of um, where you are on Hanukkah. And we said that kol shmenim ayyafa l'ner Hanukkah, except we said Shem Zayas is the best, and we said Shem Zayas is also happens to be really the best for making ink. Um, we said that the madlik has to make a bracha, and Ramirmiya added that the roya also has to make a bracha, and um, what kind of bracha do they make? That on the first day, the, the, the madlik... Okay, makes three, and the raya makes two. And after the uh, first day, then... Okay, lost it. 